0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 486 at scavengerlife.com.
1: November 1st, 2020. 2020. We are at the edge. Yep, the edge of a precipice. The precipice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so definitely everyone go out and vote. Whichever way you vote, just vote and let everyone's vote be counted. Uh, It's interesting. I feel like... We are at, there's like two opposing extreme views of the world. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try and get into politics. Just more just like a vision of what life could be like. I feel like on one hand, there's like the Mad Max view of the world. Just where every man for himself, little small groups of people, gunned up to the, you know, hilt. Mm -hmm. Desperation. Only the powerful survive. Then on the other hand, there's like a vision that I think we have. It's like the Star Trek view of the world, you know, (laughs) like where we all work together. There is abundance of energy, like renewable power. And there's people are smart. And if we all kind of help each other out, we can have this vision of the world where you can like explore the universe, like not just this rock we're on. A rock that I like very much. <laughs> there is just there is plenty to go around. And, you know, if we're not all fighting over scraps, yeah. then we can all just pursue our interests for yeah. our lifetime. Shared resources. Know? Instead of having to be like focus on wasting all your time and energy trying to make a couple bucks to like, you know, buy some frozen chicken, you could actually focus on doing what you love to do, which might be whatever, you know,
0: yeah, uh, which might be not what you're doing yeah, now, electrical to make
1: engineering, money. or your love to woodwork, or, you know, yep. I don't know. Uh, that's a thing. It's just such an interesting idea of the world. And I don't know. Uh, I know on this podcast, with scavenging, I mean that's kind of what what we talk about ourselves, and then we come on here and talk about it. Is like this world where like there's a lot of abundance, you know. It's garbage almost. <laughs> a lot of us are like able to grab it for cheap and then to resell it. It's kind of a version of like abundance, and yeah. you know. And the idea is, is just like for us, it's like it's, it's not about getting rich. Although I guess you can, but the whole, it's not about getting rich, it's about buying some breathing room. Yeah. I think for eBay, that's a big thing for us. It's just like, it buys us breathing room. The extra money we bring in pays our bills, like we talk about. Yeah. Gives us breathing room, buys our time. Yeah. Don't wake up to alarm clocks. Mm -hmm. And then we can pursue the things we love to do, which we might not even know, but we're discovering those things
0: well currently it's building
1: other businesses right. so no, but i mean specifically like getting into coffee or something mm-hmm. you know? like and yeah and 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 that isn't just coffee it's like building a little business in our town like right. a public front facing a business in our town based business sort of that needs to make money but that can also change how a community works together i right. don't know it's really like and, <laughs> yeah, and look, I know guys who definitely subscribe to the Mad Max view of the yeah, world. Yeah, sure. Who have a lot of guns. Yep. You know, which is fine. I'm I'm not anti-gun, uh, mm-hmm. but um, uh, who are not very positive about people being able to work together. And I think yeah, that's the sure. most that's a thing that's saddest to me. Yeah. You know, is that people think like. I better be able to take care of myself only only, and i'm be- and, and and I'm worried about everything. It's okay to take care of yourself, true, I guess it's a balance, you yeah. know we all got to take care of ourselves, but if we don't leave room to help each other out, you know uh I don't know it's a sad life in my mind,
0: yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, not to get political or anything. That's not political. I didn't talk about any politics. It's more of like a philosophy, and you can insert that into wherever you want. Yep, yeah.
0: yep. Right.
1: And what do you feel about that Mad Max for Star Trek?
0: I mean, I don't even want to get into it, because I just like have like really extreme ideas about like how I think the world should be. And right. it's just like an impossible utopia. Well... You know, <laughs> it's an impossible utopia yeah. of unlimited renewable resources right. and money doesn't exist. Yeah. So do we really want to talk about that?
1: I mean, <laughs> let's get into eBay in just a second, but this is a kind of scavenging. So a scavenger. So we've, here's a for instance, we have looked into solar power for our house. Yes. Right? Yes. And what's interesting to me is you cannot get as many solar panels as you want on your house mm-hmm. and generate like a lot of energy and sell it back and make money. No. like as a scavenger, I actually thought for a while like that would be possible. Like we have a, a big roof. Yeah. South facing. It's, it's a small house, but it's actually a big roof. It's south facing. Yeah. I bet we could generate a lot of power. We don't use a lot of power. Right. So I was thinking, huh, it's almost like an investment and we could like sell power back and make some...
0: Yeah, make some money on yeah. your investment.
1: Oh, summer child. That's not true. So yes, what happens is, is that the uh, the uh, power companies come out and they see how much money, sorry, how much power we uh, consume. Right. And they'll only let you put as many panels as we consume and they don't want extra power. Yeah. They don't want to buy your power. Because there's this notion that, or it's not a notion, it's, it's, it's a reality in the current system that they can't handle extra power, you know, uh, yeah. because they have nowhere to put it, and you know. Uh,
0: now this is just where we live. Right. I mean, I'm not saying this is where it is. It is like this. No, everywhere. I mean that's how
1: it is in America. I mean, in the uh, U.S. I don't know how it is in other countries. And
0: California doesn't buy back power. I thought you could, but they will not let you build. Oh, like a, a solar, solar farm
1: system. Yeah, they won't let you build a solar system that's bigger than what you consume on a yearly basis because they don't want extra power. And that to me is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And and that's a good example. Like, I just don't know why, like as a scavenger, I would invest in like a a little solar farm on my 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 property, and then I could sell power and then they And then it would
0: be a decentralized grid, which they don't want either because they want control of it. Right. You know. The the possibilities of creating a decentralized grid where they're not in charge, they also don't want that. Like in the long run, which is you're like you you should want that actually.
1: Yeah. But so I hope those are things that we could you know that that could get worked on in the future. But I just think that there's uh, anyway I don't know that this is going off the rails. Let's talk about eBay. Oh, eBay. So capitalism. It was a little bit better this week, yes. but let's talk about some things. Yes. People on the forum were talking about chargebacks. Oh, my God. Under managed payments. Yes. Let me break it down. Yeah. And I know if you have opinions on this. Mm-hmm. So I think pretty much a majority of people who sell on eBay are now under managed payments. Right. So it's no longer just going through PayPal. It's under eBay's system. And yeah. it means – and the good thing is is like I guess – People can pay in a lot more different ways. Yeah. It's more like buying on Amazon, right? Before managed payments, when we're going through PayPal, I can count on one hand the times we've had a chargeback. And that's when someone buys something from us with, I guess, like a credit card through PayPal. And then they are unhappy And instead of going through (laughs) PayPal or eBay, or they don't get the result they want through PayPal and eBay, then they go through their credit card and the credit card will go through a chargeback. Yeah. And the good thing about that is I don't think we ever... uh, We never lost a chargeback. Right. Because we could always prove the person got it. We accepted returns.
0: They didn't ship it back. Yeah. So on PayPal... So let me just clarify real quick. On PayPal, if they open a chargeback... Um, PayPal allowed you to say, great, return this. And as soon as you return it, I'll give you a refund. Well, the thing is they don't want to return it and they don't, I've never, I never had anyone return it. So it takes forever. It takes like three months and then, and then they close
1: it. And the thing that sucks is they hold your payment. Right. However, we don't have a whole lot of data yet, but there are grumblings Uh, since being in managed payments, people are noticing more chargebacks. Like we actually got a chargeback. Got a chargeback, and you know, I don't know if there's going to be more chargebacks under managed payments. The issue I have is with how eBay is handling it. Yeah, what eBay says is we have nothing to do with this. Someone paid with a credit card. It's between you, you and
0: their financial and the credit
1: card company.
0: Although I am sending information through eBay. To the credit card, right? Company. I'm not like
1: talking to, you know, Chase Bank. But eBay itself for managed payments is like this is between you guys, right?
0: Yeah, like I, mean, I, I called. I will say this: PayPal said the same thing. They will back you up eventually. But the same thing is with eBay. You just have to wait out the, you know, 180 days. So, or whatever.
1: do you think it's the same thing? Like, is eBay going to protect us? Like, it, it, I'm happens, hoping so. What happens if the credit card company is like, yeah? we'll just give you you know the person gets to keep their item and I'm know. thinking
0: eBay will back me up because okay. I'm going to say she kept the item right. she in my in my um, chargeback she actually changed the reason she said this is fraud and an un she unrecognized charge and then she said oh I changed my reason I just didn't like it
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay well so what <laughs> So I'm hoping they will back me up, but um...
1: now when you say back you up, are if the credit card company goes against us and she keeps the item, will are, are you thinking eBay will just give you? A- if- a money as a, like it's not a that courtesy. she keeps
0: it's not that she keeps the item, she keeps the item and she gets her money I know. back.
1: So, is the, is the result that you think eBay will then just give you, yes, your, uh, money? So, eBay they eats should, it yes, as, as they absolutely should.
0: That's <laughs> seller protection. That's what they told me on the phone. Okay, I called them and asked them, but they're like, this could take half a year, right. and you're like, great. So, I'm sitting on $125 you know, yeah, being held
1: yeah. for half a year. Yeah, okay, well, that's interesting uh i i just hope it's a coincidence and not going to be a pattern but we will see uh, i've only had one the only other thing i mean s- someone had a hypothesis that it could be with managed payments it's kind of opened up the buying pool so it's not just people more, yeah. that buy on ebay through paypal yeah it's now just like random people and they're just yeah. putting their credit card in, which is good. Yeah, we want that. We uh, want it to be more seamless to buy things on eBay, but then they don't understand the uh, system of eBay, so they just go through their credit card company because, I don't know, that's...
0: Maybe they do. They, uh, I'm they sure do. that people do that on Amazon all the time.
1: Yeah. The
0: funny thing about Amazon, just just a real quick aside, is when you buy something on Amazon, you, know, you buy like five things on Amazon, what I see also is like, different payments, say you spent a $100, it'll be like $30, $15 charged. And I bet you on Amazon, people are like, I don't recognize this. I I spent a $100 the other day. Mm. So I wonder, I don't know, I wonder if that happens on eBay, too, where they're just like, oh, I don't know what this was chargeback, like immediate, right, you know, not paying attention. And like you said, it's a wider pool of people that like, aren't paying with like you you said this on our on our bank because it's not through paypal and you're not like this is the item you bought on paypal it's like just a generic ebay charge right. you know and you're like what is that and i'm like well it was something i bought on ebay you know for the office supplies right and and you it know. doesn't tell me doesn't tell you what it, what it is. is
1: um yeah. kind um, of parallel to, to that with ebay and amazon are we have a very good friend hi jen uh we were, you know, talking about on the podcast how eBay stripped out the the price of items yes.
0: on on like questions or offers, right? The original price and stuff.
1: And so when someone makes an offer, you have to actually click through <laughs> and see what the item's priced at, so right. then you can figure it. Like if you want to accept or counter offer, she pointed out that Amazon has done the same thing. And Mm. it's true. Like, when I've been buying some things on Amazon recently...
0: What are you buying on Amazon?
1: I get a message that says I bought something. Yeah. It does not say what and how much. And, again, she kind of... She works in the industry. Tech industry. She's an industry insider. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if she really knows this or if it's more of a hypothesis, but she says it's because companies are worried about um search engines like google yeah like your gmail so those things are coming into my email right and google is reading that stuff and somehow collecting that data and then like you bought this for
0: this much
1: yeah i don't this is what you buy all the time for this much but it is interesting that it kind of happened at the same time um you know, so I'm not exactly sure yeah, why. Yeah,
0: right. So, so
1: I mean, when no, you say
0: companies are conspiracy. worried, so Amazon is worried, or eBay is like quite, trying to hide. I don't quite data.
1: understand, uh, but I guess in this world now, where data is the yeah, like, the currency the currency of the world, you know that. Uh, now it's about controlling who has the, the data. Yeah. So That's know. interesting. Yeah.
0: Like Amazon doesn't want Google to have their their data through Gmail. I guess. But yeah. I don't quite But whatever. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, there's no conspiracy theory here. It's just interesting that it, Amazon and eBay started doing it. It seems like at the same time. Yeah. So I don't know. I
0: definitely noticed that. So I'm not sure. I would love to know if anyone else has heard anything. Yeah. Okay. So this week for
1: us on eBay was a little bit better. Yes. We made. $1,218, 99 cents. Not including shipping. Not including yeah. shipping. We sold 33 items. Uh, like last week, we made like 870 So mm-hmm. it's good. And if you actually compare those two, it's about a $1,000 average. So, you know, it's like the $1,000. <laughs> it is what we said, right? Right,
0: right. Like right. That, uh, that's $1,000. That's yeah, funny. It,
1: it, it felt better this week. Uh, yeah. Nice thing is this morning... Which does not count for the week, like uh, eBay's week it's is... It's next week. It's Sunday. Sunday to, to Saturday. Yeah. Sunday
0: to Sunday or... It's Sunday to Saturday. Sunday to sorry. Saturday. So uh, that's seven days.
1: Yeah, we've sold like 500 bucks just today on two really high price uh, items. Yeah. But we're, we're not we allowed to talk, talk about, about
0: those. Okay,
1: so things we sold this week, I like to talk about the uh, random stuff. Yeah. Bongo drums.
0: Oh, man. We, we got these two sets of bongo drums. One is plastic, like almost toy drums. And the other is wood, like made in Mexico, probably from the 50s or 60s. And, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, these are okay. You know, they're stained and whatever. Pew. I'm looking at solds and I'm like, over $100 easy yeah. for these. So mm-hmm. I put them up for like 125 Our store is on sale. They sold for 110
1: Yep. I'm like... <sighs>
0: That's a great sale on something I just thought
1: was like, you know, a junky little thing. We sold a, like this vintage turtle clock. It's like a wall clock made out of plastic. It's real colorful and it's got like a turtle. (laughs) Sorry, my cat is attacking me. Get
0: out of me. But he's so cute. Uh, Yeah, it's basically like a 1960s, 1970s New
1: Haven clock. I thought it would be a slam dunk. Me too. I thought it would be a home run. I
0: had it over $100 because I'm like, this thing's incredible. And
1: people kept giving me this, like $20 offers and we finally just sold it for $65. 65 I yeah. have a bad feeling Didn't it's going to get it. returned. I we don't did know. test it. I got a feeling. I, anyway,
0: I have see. that feeling with every single thing we sell. Oh, really? I'm like, they're oh going to return God, this.
1: That's that's, that's really <laughs> negative. Okay,
0: it's not. there are sales where you're like, I'm so glad to get rid of this and then you get a return yeah. and you're like, ugh.
1: We also sold a set of Drapes, so they were made for someone else's window, like custom, very custom valances, mm, nice balloon. We sold for a hundred dollars. Now I'm now realizing, like, that's kind of weird that you would buy old drapes. I guess people are just buying the fabric,
0: and because and they might be modifying them, right. or they like. So it was three pieces. It was like these two panels and like this balloon valance right. thing, and they might just be modifying it for. Right. A room. I'm very
1: glad those sold. I think we had them up for like eight hundred dollars.
0: Well and I have I have four it was like three. Oh it was eight hundred dollars. No it was like three hundred dollars. was like it that was can't a, be
1: right. It was for a lot of money. It's
0: it's really fancy like old designer fabric right. but yeah anyway. So we
1: have four of those. We've sold
0: two we sold three of them. We have one left.
1: And then this thing I know Ryan loves, you know, we have to buy appliances for our rentals. Yes. And sometimes we don't need pieces. So we sold the oven rack out of a very specific oven oven for $40.
0: So there's actually two sales like that this week. The oven rack came out of the apartment. This oven rack was weird. So you would open the oven and it would come out. But the problem is when you it, there were three racks in the oven, so you actually only needed two of them. This rack had this weird nonstick mm. coating on it. Right. And you were, and you had to like unscrew it out of the oven and stuff. And you had to remove that when you did the self clean, or that stuff burns off and smells horrible. Right. And I was like, we self cleaned the oven. Once a month, at least, maybe twice a because month. Because people who rent. Because of renters. Yeah, they
1: like drip everywhere. Yeah, right.
0: and you're like, I want the oven to be clean right. all the time. This thing would smell so bad. I was like, I'm taking this out. It had part number on it. I'm like, I'm going to sell it. So that's the first one. The second one is we bought for the roaster building for the coffee business. We bought um an in-window, what do you call it, uh, air conditioner. And it had these panel sides, these like accordion panel sides. And we didn't need it because the window was like the perfect size, and I sold that. I sold those for forty bucks. Nice, nice. Isn't that crazy? You're like, what? But I'm like, I bet someone has this exact, you know, window unit that someone gave them or they got on Craigslist, and they need the accordion panels. Nice sale. I think it was someone in Canada.
1: (laughs) Nice sale. Oh no,
0: it's someone in Florida.
1: No, nice. the the,
0: uh, the oven rack was someone in Canada. Yeah, so random.
1: Yeah, but that stuff is expensive. Those if parts are
0: expensive.
1: Try and buy it. Like I remember, we we you know we buy a used appliances often, yeah. and sometimes you need parts. And if you need like a shelf, if, you, if we try and buy it off the official parts place, they're expensive. So. Yeah.
0: Like, we needed a part for our coffee yeah. grinder the other day. Did we talk about this? And it's it was $80 for this little, like, shoot thing. And I found it on
1: eBay for, like, 36 No, nice.
0: I was like, yes! Yeah. This is what I love. And there are
1: people in our community who, they seem to focus specifically on selling, like, used parts. parts. They'll buy, yep. like, on Craigslist or Facebook, a used uh, a washer. And they, and they part, part it, it out. out. It's really and, smart. And it is smart. Uh Okay, scavenge of the week. So we, yes. went scavenging. Major. <laughs> this is like <laughs> took us 10. okay, so anyway, Jenna's mom, I mean, Jenna's mom, Ryan's mom. Who's Jenna? Who's Jenna? Yeah uh, She sells on eBay and she is at the time of her life where she's deciding to downsize. Yes, she is like the best buyer. She's the best. She's got great taste. Fire. She buys the best stuff. She finds the best deals and she just, she's bought a lot. And so she decided she wanted to um, downsize. So she sent us a message and was like, I'll give you all this stuff. And so we drove up there. To Massachusetts. 10 hours. Stayed a couple nights. Yep. We are safe.
0: Yes, social distance,
1: masks. We had a bubble, you know, a family bubble. And then we brought home a truckload of her stuff. And we actually need to get another truckload.
0: And maybe another one. This is how much stuff my mom has. But she just wants her store to be much smaller. She's like, I don't want to sell big bulky jackets and shoes and purses and big blah, blah, blah. She's like, I just want like a couple, which is fine.
1: Yeah. She's she's now in the stage of, your, uh, of her life where she's not needing to make a lot of money. She's just doing it kind of for for fun. fun. Yeah, because she likes scavenging as and, a, you know, si- a side treasure hunting. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. She likes to find she likes to find things and be like, I know what that is. No one in this store knows what it is.
1: Which <laughs> she will we were you. like
0: that too. Like
1: her basement is like a is like the best. Uh, the best thrift thrift store (laughs) store, you could ever go into and she will pick up everything and have a big long story for it because you know
0: because it that's the exciting part of it thanks mom yeah so we're about to go through all that a lot of inventory yep it's good thank goodness
1: yep uh customer issues none really this week we got a return return which is always first
0: it was first size nothing we did wrong we listed it
1: Uh, things we learned in the forum. Yeah. We talked about that. There was a big thing about chargebacks. One other thing that came up, uh, Tony in Mississippi, um, he was talking about, um, global shipping program. Yeah. And that, uh, Griff, the, the, that eBay dude Mm -hmm. was saying that if you get a return, if you get a return request on global, a shipping, never accept it.
2: I don't
0: understand that. I don't understand that that whole conversation. I had to like shut the tab because I was like, I don't, I don't know what's correct and what's not. I don't know what the yeah. correct
1: thing is. I mean, this is what I know is that if someone says their item got lost, sure, or broken or damaged,
0: you call eBay you call and it's eBay. covered.
1: eBay takes care of it
0: if it's item not as
1: described, which 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 has happened to us like three times yeah, a in few ten times. years. Yeah. Uh, what eBay will say is, you have to accept the return. That's what I've always heard. The buyer has to pay to ship it,
0: and you have to reimburse them for that shipping.
1: But what happens is, is because buyers don't want to pay to ship it to you, they usually don't. I think we might have had one buyer. I think one
0: person in it back.
1: some country mail yeah. it back to us. Uh, so anyway, that's just what we figured out. But anyway,
0: I, I I don't know it's weird to say don't accept it because every time i've called anchor support they're like well you have to accept it and then you have to reimburse them for shipping i'm like this is nuts
1: right so i don't know what what is correct and what isn't otherwise we like global shipping i love it you love it
0: stuff gets there so fast i know it's expensive for the buyer gets
1: to the actual buyer or gets to To the the actual actual buyer. buyer good
0: Stuff gets there so much faster than eBay send. Mm. ebay send I still have stuff that hasn't been delivered. What? This is months later. What? It's just Oh my It's God. It's, it's awful. Yeah. I, I I think eBay <laughs> should get rid of eBay send. I think it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. That's my that's my opinion. And that's DHL. that's my professional opinion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, DHL. Yeah. Who doesn't show tracking. It's right. just it's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I, I do agree that if eBay is going to promote a system, it needs to be consistent tracking. Because that's really the key is the tracking. Because yeah,
0: yeah. then your sellers are like, why
1: would Without I use this? tracking, then just send it just first class, normal. USPS. Yeah, and just hopefully you roll the dice.
0: Oh, I did want to talk about an issue that I did have on eBay. Okay. It's not necessarily a customer issue, but my mom had said a bunch of times, and I've heard this on the forum, where they'll say, oh, someone sent me a message about uh, a sweater. Which is actually what happened to me. And I looked in my inventory to answer the question. And I know that I'd sold that sweater years ago. And it's obviously not in my inventory. My mom has said this for a couple of years now, where eBay relists stuff and relists it at a high quantity. What? So I got a message from someone. It's a very distinct person who has bought from me. They live in the Falkland Islands. Falklands. Falklands, whatever. And he he's like he buys sweat, they buy sweaters from me, very specific, like Irish or Scottish sweaters, right? And he's like, Oh, that sweater we bought from you three years ago, it's this raspberry colored sweater, we accidentally shrunk it. So we want to buy the other two that you have listed. I'm like, There's no way that I had this in quantity. And I remember selling it to them because they were so enthused. I think they took a picture of it when they got it. So I go down to my inventory. I'm like, I just want to check that this wasn't returned or something. I don't have it. It's listed on eBay as quantity three. Like I sold one to them and I had two more. So I immediately ended it and said, I'm so sorry. You guys definitely bought this from me in 2017. Okay. And I don't have any more. So why did that happen? I don't no know. No idea. It's never happened. I've never seen that before. And do we have
1: other zombie I don't, items on our store? The
0: only way I know to check... Are there is, zombies? Okay, stop. The only way I know how to check is there's that... Um, God, I don't even know. It's like dot opnet or whatever where you can check for duplicate listings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do I have like duplicate listings by accident? I think you can go through your store and check to see quantity. Mm. So you can say, show me oh, everything yeah. that has quantity and you'll know, oh, I have like some vintage hinges right. and I have 10 of those. But if it if it's like a clothing thing and you're like, I definitely don't have right. quantity. I mean, like
2: out
1: of 8,000, we have 8,000 items. Almost 8,000. Or a listings up. Yeah. Pro- I mean, I can't imagine it's more than... Three hundred multiple quantity, maybe, maybe. maybe Okay. So So I need to go.
0: Yeah, I need to do it this week because. But honestly, that's the first time I've ever seen that as an issue on our store. But I've heard other people saying. My mom said, "Oh, eBay relisted this one wool blanket over and over. Oh it's God. always listed. It's so, it always says there's like four of them. It's so
1: interesting. And I'm like, there never, it is. And you never believed. Well, it. I texted.
0: Oh. I texted her right away, and I was like, I had the problem. Right. I had it with a sweater. Like yeah. I know I sold it to them. Well,
1: I always so wonder I, if it's something we have done. You know, mm, like uh, like
0: people. It's just weird. Yeah, I." Right, like it was user error. You're like, that's user, error. and people are like, no, I swear to you, it is not. I end it every time. I mean, it's like reposting.
1: you know, I'll say that when we went through our inventory and we yes. put a number on everything, yeah, people were saying, oh, y- you're, you're going to find that y- there are things in your actual physical inventory that are not on eBay because eBay d- d- deletes things, and I'm right. like, how is that's crazy? And yeah. so we went through and yeah, it was
0: yeah,
1: I mean, we found. You know, a couple of boxes of stuff that were on there, but there was a reason for
2: it where it was we,
0: user yeah. error like i could I could see what the problem was. Yeah. Oh. You know, I had a box of dish towels right. and like aprons and I'm like, I know what happened to this. We took photos and put it into inventory right. and we never listed this whole folder. But
1: out of our seven or eight thousand inven- dollar, I mean, seven or eight thousand item inventory, we did not have like, people were saying it, it can be as much 10%. as 10%. No 10%, way. It would have been like 800 items that were yeah. on there. So. so that wasn't the case. That would be crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go to the calls that people sent in.
0: Okay, you can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com.
2: Hello, it's Gina. I'm on speaker. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm just kind of doing a follow-up. I called about saying when managed payments came up that I did twice the sales. And it's been pretty consistent. I think it was last week. The week you guys had a bad week, I had a bad week. And all the YouTubers I watched, they all had a bad. So there was something in the air or in the water. I just wanted to say the one thing about managed pay. I'm telling you, since managed pay started, I send out offers, I get offers, I you know the whole offer thing, right? Literally half, fifty percent. And I'm not even exaggerating, you guys. If I sell ten items on offer, five people pay, and five people just are like, "Nah, I don't think so." And, I, you know, I message them, I send them, blah, 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 give them a few days and so on and so forth. But that was not a thing before managed pay. My theory is with that is that, yes, you have all these new buyers. That's awesome because you get more sales. But they're also just, I don't know, used to other platforms where it's like, yeah, just do this. And "Eh, I don't know if I don't want to, I don't have to. Because that was, you know, I would maybe say two out of ten wouldn't pay before managed pay offers, whether they're sent, made, whatever, however you do it. When they agree to an offer, they would pay. Now it's it could be 60% doesn't pay. I might be being generous by saying 50%. Anyways, so I just wanted to follow up. And yes, I do jewelry. I don't do high-end jewelry. I I do shop Goodwill, and I buy lots. I bought a lot last week for $17. I got a 14-carat bracelet that I just sold for $935. Now, is that every time? No, it's not. But do I always get enough to double and triple my money out of every single lot i do and yes you get a lot of 14 karat gold and or sterling but even when you don't you get fashion jewelry and stuff that just sells bread and butter i just have a love of jewelry jewelry i've always been a collector but i'm no fancy schmancy If i'm not sure about a gold piece i take it to a jeweler make sure and confirm anyways it's a good it's a good racket man i'm telling you i love it okay hope you guys are well always love listening to you and i'm counting down i've got oh my god four seconds Okay, bye. I hope they paid for that
0: $935
1: br- dollar bracelet. Okay, I will 100% co sign what she said. I do believe that managed payment has brought in uh, new buyers, which is good. Yeah. But who also shop other places that maybe are, are like much more just kind of willy nilly about the payment? rules about payment. <laughs> Actually yeah.
0: paying for the item you for brought? instance.
1: Because we've had actually quite a few yeah. people not pay as well, or like ask to
0: cancel right away. Yeah,
1: they'll they'll buy and then they'll cancel, or they buy and then they just n- n- never pay and they ghost us. Here's an example: this week we had someone give us a half price offer for like a backpack,
0: like a high ish and we luggage. were hungry. Yeah,
1: and, and and I took it immediately. I was like, yeah, sure, let's do half price, no problem. Yeah, um, he immediately wrote back or not immediately, but that same day he wrote back and be like, ah, I'm not interested, you know, and, right. uh, he didn't have a lot of feedback. And right. so I just, sometimes I do this, we asked him why, and he said, well, he was, it was between us and someone on Facebook marketplace. Oh. And, uh, and then he gave me this story about where he was like, well, I thought you were going to haggle with me. You know, Oh, to go back and forth on the deal? Right, but I told him, yeah, but you offered a price and I accepted, so I wasn't going to haggle up. I just, you know, like it wasn't going to go a- a lower than $50 because... Well, maybe he thought you'd, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, but that's an example of someone that's like buying on Facebook. Right. Or eBay. Where
0: you don't pay right away, you're and, just...
1: And I feel like Facebook is more like Craigslist. Right. Where it's a lot more just kind of flaky and right you can can throw out
0: a price and then just ghost people and just be like i don't really want it with ebay you're like you just committed to buy this right
1: it's like it's totally different it's like a contract yeah exactly but we'll see anyway i mean i guess ultimately i'd rather have brand new people come on and then just have to deal with like the the kind of kooky
0: well now he knows (laughs) yeah (laughs) now he knows and we are his learning (laughs) partners
1: right And 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 that's a good example of what we do. If people give an offer and then I want to cancel, we don't cancel. We just allow the unpaid item. So he does not have to pay. He does not have to pay, but he will get an unpaid item and whether that really does anything, I don't know, but it's I think it's ultimately a good thing. People can only cancel if they pay.
0: Right, I'll if cancel someone it if they pay. Buys
1: and pays, yeah, they can do an actual cancellation request and yeah. then of course we cancel. So
0: I also like what she was saying about um she says she does a lot of jewelry. Yeah. And what's cool is it's kind of parallel to what we say. You know, you'll find that nine hundred dollar, you know, gold bracelet in there every once in a while. Do you find it every time?
1: No, you don't. So we shop at online auctions these days and um, they're it seems like a very common thing where there's like the part of the auction where it's just jewelry. And some of it is like, you know, specific pieces where they know it's like, whatever, really valuable. Yeah. But then they'll sell bags of jewelry. Right. And they always go high. Yeah. But not too crazy high. And then I hear stories like this. And I always wish that you would be into that stuff because I personally am like, I don't want to go through this stuff. I don't, care that much
0: i like jewelry i really like doing jewelry i think what's hard for me is if i see a gold and diamond necklace i have to be expert enough to test it i have i've done gold testing kits like the little acid kits and i've actually been wrong
1: on something Mm -hmm.
0: or or i've been not expert enough to back up my claim I guess the thing I you don't understand I mean. is
1: because, again, it'll show my ignorance is that I thought like with silver and gold, stuff is marked. You know, it says like 14 karat. Yes, yeah, some or- stuff
0: is marked. Some stuff is not because it's vintage or mm. antique or whatever. And then mm. you're like, oh, is this a diamond or a sapphire? And right. you have to get a diamond tester. And no, yeah. Like I have a diamond tester or right. whatever, a stone tester. I have no idea how to use it. Right. I'm like – I don't know what this thing's telling yeah. me. You know, if you bring it to a
1: shop, you gotta pay them. I just want to buy bag like a big bag of jewelry, and it has just pure gold. And pay like a hundred dollars. in it, each one has like a label on it that says this is fourteen karat.
0: I'm rolling my it's eyes. Worth so this is why this is why I don't do it. <laughs> this is why I don't do it. I love jewelry. I love vintage jewelry. I love costume jewelry. Yeah. I love earrings, bracelets. Beak light, love that stuff. When it comes to fine, in quotes, fine gold, diamond, stones, I have no idea. Mm. I did buy, I, I did sell some earrings the other day. It was a week ago or so they were marked because they were from like a Marshall's type store and it was like sapphire diamond and diamond. I'm saying like diamond chips, you know, sapphire diamond and gold over silver. And it was marked, you know, it was in the box, new in the box. I think I sold those for like 50 bucks. I love it. I think they were originally like 70 from the store. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that's, that's great.
1: So in our eBay world here, this is how it works. One of us has to be in has love to care. with stuff. Like, there's <laughs> stuff that I fall in love with, and I'm like, I buy it, and, you know. I'll
0: figure it out. Yeah. No, I'll figure it out. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, yeah, me. No, I'll have to figure it out.
1: I get no, you, you t- excited you got, about it.
0: You figured out the Legos. Right. The other day, and but I listed them.
1: I feel like I buy things, and then I get <laughs> hey, you excited mm-hmm. about it.
0: Yeah. But
1: then there depends are things, on what it
0: is. It depends on what it is. But
1: then there are things that you get excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you know. yeah, like parting out a coffee machine that's been sitting mm-hmm. here for the entire pandemic. That's like on my list. <laughs> I, think- uh, I will do it. We've been so busy. So we drove to Massachusetts and back.
1: Right in mm-hmm. three days. Right. It, it was, was crazy. It was crazy. Okay, um, that's it for the eBay portion of this. We're going to add on a little extra right now. If anyone is interested. In this coffee business we're starting, I have a couple things yeah. to stay. And
0: Ooh, I love hearing about coffee.
1: A lot I of it stay. has to do with like just starting a business. And if you're into having like an eBay business, I don't know, it might be interesting. Number one, I'm very appreciative and amazed at where we're at right now. Yeah. So in February, kind of the... God, it feels like it's so long ago. Yeah. There were... Uh, a whisperings of the virus. Yep. And I remember we bought this building and me and my buddy were uh, working on it. And I remember like asking him, Do you think this is going to be a thing? And he's like, Nah, it'd be all right. I mean, and then, like, That's what we were hoping. It wouldn't be a thing. So we, you know, renovated this thing. We got this roaster in there. And now, we now roast on Mondays and Thursdays, so we're going to roast tomorrow. Tomorrow, yep. With our partners, yep. so we're all going to be there yep. uh, roasting and packaging because we're actually getting a lot more sales than we had. <laughs> we need
0: all of us there. <laughs> just
1: a couple of, of weeks ago, which is good. Uh, and it's just happening, and it works, and it's delicious, and I love it. You know, yeah. And so we have to have, feel grateful of that success. The other thing is, yeah. the continuing education for us about different things that you sell in packaging yes so we were trying to really be the voice of like let's ship as efficiently as possible yeah let's take these bags of coffee and put them in like a flat rate envelope, envelope. and there's like cardboard ones right because it you save like 70 cents
0: yeah you know? per package
1: right and we had talked about how we don't charge the full amount of shipping when you buy coffee because it would just be too expensive, you know. It gets crazy. So expensive. it's like we have to eat some of that. So we so. do a flat rate of six dollars. But it was actually a Scavenger wrote to Phil and Jill, our partners, you know, uh, because they get the broad porch emails and they were like, I got the coffee, you know, I've I've been buying from you, I got the coffee and the packaging is like not so cool. Mm-hmm. Like it comes in this cardboard thing. It gets kind of torn. The
0: flat rate gets torn, as yeah. a lot of us probably know who ship in flat rate. And so
1: it's an education for us. And she's right. And Phil and Jill were like, we need to like put more money and time into packaging, so, so
0: that stuff is safely. It built feels hard.
1: nicer. Like right. you're buying like a premium product. Right. You know, it's not like with eBay where we pack well. Yeah. But we all use recycled boxes or yeah. you know, uh, like. The most important thing is this item you're buying, and that it's packed well, right? You know? And this, you're buying kind of a premium product, and I think it's good to do it right. So we're going to be a meeting with them tomorrow and packing, and we're going to come up with, with a, a system. Nice... a good system. Yeah,
0: and and part of it too is like, you know, before they the online sales before meaning before the pandemic, online sales were very minimal because people just came into the shop. Um, and people bought coffee, you know, a coffee drink right. and coffee, whole beans, yeah. but now like the pandemic happened and, and we partner with them. So we're like talking about coffee online and stuff. And it's just been like, yeah. Oh, this is actually something we really have to like get into a process with all four of us, like yep. figuring out what works. So we're, we're definitely figuring that out as we go, which is as we like to say, a luxury problem. Right. It
1: is. It is a luxury problem.
0: <laughs> I think right. Phil and Jill are like, you guys use that term
1: all the time.
0: Well, like it is
1: between the four of us in this growing business, uh, we have two things we say to each other. Yeah. Small victories, like don't we don't have to go for the gold every time. Just, just, just do little Little small by victories. little we're doing and, it. And that's good. We're all on the same page. We're always about that. And then the other thing is not to stress out too much. Like sometimes we'll all be talking and we're like, well, what if, you know, we have a thousand people buy from us. We don't have enough shipping paper. I'm like, you know what? That's a luxury problem. I want that problem. Well,
0: it's like we say when like the other day we got home from our trip up to Massachusetts and I had so much stuff to ship that I like had to run to the post office to get stuff out in time. Like I was like, I want this stuff to get out because I have too much to ship tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like. You know, if shipping is a problem, that's a lo- you're like that means you made money. That right. means people want what you have. Right. That is not something to yeah. be complaining about. It's just
1: like when for our rentals, yeah. we clean the the beds, the the sheets and stuff. Yeah. And if we have too much laundry to clean, that's a good problem to have. Yeah,
0: we're like, "Oh my god, there's so much laundry. We have to fold it all." It's all, it's so crazy and you're like, "That yeah. means People stayed at your house and they are staying at your house so much that you can't even keep up with it. Yeah.
1: Luxury problem. Yeah. So anyway. So I'm excited about we're going to go. So we're now uh, roasting two days a week and it's fun. I, I like working with everyone and doing something new. It's yeah. It's kind of like a, it's like our Star Trek. Division, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. We, we, eBay has bought us enough breathing room. Right. Where we can pursue. Another avenue. Things like Something
0: this. totally different.
1: Okay. One thing we wanted to talk about which I think is cool with this coffee is that y- you can buy subscriptions.
0: Yes, on Broad Porch Coffee.
1: Yeah. Which I, I didn't know that this was a thing until like uh, recently.
0: Till till the pandemic It makes started. a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: I drink coffee all the time. Yeah, all day. <laughs> so this would be good for me so I'm not ever out of coffee. Right. So, uh Broadporch has a 3-month subscription, 6-month subscription or a 12-month subscription. And uh, it gets cheaper.
0: With the longer subscription. With the longer
1: subscription. So three months would be $12. Uh, it's 50 every month yep. for a bag of coffee. Six month is $12 for a bag of coffee. And 12 month is $11 yeah. uh, for a bag of coffee. And if you go to broadporchcoffee.com, it, you can you know, see what you can get. And it, you can choose either a 12 ounce or a two pound. Two pounds is going to be more. So, sorry, I was talking about the 12-ounce the coffee. Right. I would need the two pounds of coffee a, a month. Uh, and then you can choose, like, what kind of coffee. What I like is that there is a surprise me option. Yes. Where we'll send you a different coffee every month. So you can try that and, you know.
0: Right. So he, here's the deal with the subscription, like Jay's saying. You can choose light to medium. Uh, medium to darker all roasts or you can say just send me ethiopian every single month right or Or you can say surprise me which i love or send Um, me
1: southern split right
0: so and you can also choose whole bean or ground so it's actually quite a nice um way to do it where you have any option you want really which is which is cool i love that yeah so yeah subscription is great because even, even we run out of – like, we literally run out of coffee, and I have to be like, oh, God, I got to get a bag, guys. Yeah. Quick. Do you, what, what do we have? <laughs> Anything extra?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's cool. Uh, thank you for everyone that has been buying coffee from us. It kind of gives us a boost to the new business. Yes. It makes our partners – they I remember Phil said this past week, he's like, who are these people? How <laughs> do you know all these yeah, people? they. Because I guess you know, people say, "Oh, you got a podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, we got a podcast. We don't really talk about it ever. With no one anybody. knows.
0: Like, no one around us knows we this have is a like podcast. a secret
1: between all of us." Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, these are like, they're just scavengers. You know, yeah. they're like, they're like us." Coffee's for listers. Yeah, coffee is for <laughs> listers. Uh, if you're not a lister and we get an order from you, we will not fulfill it.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, my god! Like, like Santa. I know. <laughs> I know if you're naughty or nice. I
1: know who's naughty or nice.
0: Yeah, so we really appreciate all the orders on yeah. eBay and on the store directly. Yeah. Um, both are great. So, yeah, check out our
2: subscriptions. Yep. Okay. This podcast is ending in three, three two, two, one. Where. Bye.